If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-985-1813 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-985-1813 now. Again, that's 800-985-1813. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm Fred Penny, your host. No, Frederick Penny, your host. I'm going by Frederick this year. Uh, why not just change my name a little bit? It's actually my real name. I like Frederick better. Uh, I'm Frederick Penny, your host of Radio Law Talk with Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and... Fre- Fred. Fred. I, Frederick. It's Frederick, Frederick. Sir. I'm, I'm going by Todrick now. Uh, you Todrick. You, my name is Frederick, sir. Frederick, sir. I am yes. going by uh, Todrick, sir. sir Denise Rick, Calrick, Todrick, and Frederick. Yes, yes. I like it. Well, what's your name? My name's Igor. It's Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> you, you, uh, you can call me whatever, but don't call me late to dinner, as my grandpa used to always say. <laughs> my grandpa said that. That's a, hey, it's a new year. We're a happy new year to everybody. Thank you for joining us here on Radio Law Talk. We love uh, those of you who are out there who are supporting us. Uh, 2020 is going to be a great year for us. 2019 was a good year. Uh, happy to have you on board. Uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO throughout this next three hours. It's exciting, entertaining, and even sometimes informative. I'm going to say sometimes informative, but uh, look, you want to learn about the law and uh, some stuff that's not always the same old thing that we hear about, which right now is apparently uh, you know, Iran issues and issues of the uh, impeachment. Uh, we go outside that. We like to hear about the other news going on at the same time and not what you hear from the pundits 24-7 every day, all day long. Oh, my gosh, I get so tiring. I'm sorry. I just I did watch the news the other night, and I was just like, oh, I'm glad I don't have to talk about this. Yeah, believe it or not, there are other things going on in the world. Really? Uh, you know, other than us? Shocker. I mean, there, there are other things going on in the world than those that you have mentioned. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we, yeah. we cover it. Remember, uh, if you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at Radio Law Talk. A lot of people like to email us later after hearing this on our podcast. We do have a podcast at uh, www.radiolawtalk.com. And the best part about that podcast is it's searchable. You can hit search and search Todd Cunin, you know, and you can find <laughs> Todd's name. Or anytime we talk about Todd Cunin in the uh, 
at least in the title. Yeah, yes, and, and sometimes there's even a notice that comes up, nothing of any value is associated with this name. That's true. And so, that's yeah. Well, that's most of the time, nothing right? Found, yes. Yes. Nothing found. Nothing found. Nothing found. 404 <laughs> error. That's, that's Google. Yes, yes. Uh, we're we're going to talk about a couple of interesting things. We're going to talk about diet soda lawsuit. We're following the diet soda lawsuits, and there's a, a very important – yeah, he's lifting up his diet soda right now. That's Todd. And there's some very important latest – things that are going on with that we want to talk about. We want to talk about the 2020 laws, Denise, whatever is the latest 2020 laws. There's a whole bunch of them, but there's a few that we're going to bring up that are kind of interesting. We're going to talk about private property lawsuit. This is probably going to be one of the most controversial and most interesting uh, things we're going to talk about this three hours is this private property lawsuit and uh, how it can majorly affect private properties and it's coming out of California. Shocker, coming out of California that uh, could be changing some things. But uh, we're going to talk about that. Hunter Biden's paternity suit uh, has a really bizarre twist in it. And this is, believe it or not, this has nothing. We're not talking about the, you know, Biden-Trump issue with Russia stuff. We're not discussing that. But this is where Denise delves into paternity suits and issues within a paternity suit. Because as you know, Denise is a family law attorney. I'm a personal injury lawyer. And Todd Kunin is a former prosecutor with DA's office in Tennessee and in California and is now has his own practice. And we have Cal that pretends he's a lawyer sometimes. So uh, we can help you out anytime yes. we want. Uh, remember, seek legal advice. Uh, look, um, do not take uh, what we uh, discuss here and use it in a court of law. Uh, we're talking about general topics of law. We are not giving legal, legal advice. Go to our website to read our disclaimers. Those are the most interesting disclaimers you'll ever read. But the most important thing we do here, day in and day out, the beginning of each hour is case or no case. Cal, let's just get this started. All right, so you want to jump? Okay. Yeah, let's, All just, right. let's okay. just start with case. Right. Let's go. just Now it's time to play right. case or no case. Yeah, let's just let's start in. You know, usually we like to do, we ramble a little bit, but I want to start in with case or no case. Well, a gentleman in New York by the name of Mr. Mantikus grabbed a box of Cheez-It crackers off the shelf. Oh, the cheesy goodness, he said. He opened them up and began to partake by the way, we have a New Year's uh, resolution theme to our case or no case. Today. Good. So he begins to partake and partake and partake. And he looks at the package and it says, this is whole grain Cheez-Its. And he said, there is no way anything this good can be whole grain. So he called Kellogg's up and said, what's the deal? Kellogg said, Mr. Mantikas, read the label. And he said, if I've been deceived by this label, perhaps many other people have as well. So he reached out to counsel. And so I ask you, case or no case, oh. Mr. Kunin, what <laughs> oh, say God. you? So, uh, uh, well, okay, all right. I will say that, yes, everything happened up to the point that he reached out to counsel. Because, <laughs> 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 look... <laughs> Attorneys get calls for all sorts of things. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it turns into something. That's true. That's true. Um, well, and then my next question is, if this is something that, well, my next observation is, if this is something that Cal is not making up, 
then the only way Cal would have found out about it is after, if after reaching out to counsel, something actually happened with regard to this case. Okay. Otherwise, Cal would have never known that there was deduction. a, a yeah. private <laughs> conversation between somebody and their proposed counsel. So I will say, yes, this is a case. And do we know what year this was? No, it was in the 1990s. I do not know exactly, but the late 1990s. The late 1990s. Yes. Well, that's interesting because yeah. uh, the whole grain kick really started to kick in in the late 2000s or in the early 2010s around there when this whole low-carb, <laughs> let's-eat-like-cavemen stuff started coming around and you know, processed flour was the nectar of the devil, according to people. But um, well, actually, flour wouldn't be a nectar, would it? No. But okay. We it's get the er- point. it's right. early. Right. It's early. So I'm going to say yes. It's a case. Uh, he makes a stink about it, but he loses. And I have to, I have to tell you whether or not he filed. If something was filed, don't I? Well, that if it's a case, case, if it's a case, you said that. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. a case. Something was filed, and they settle out of court. Mister uh, Miss Dirks, you're next in line. What say you? Is this a case, or is it nay a case? As these. Um, would say. I think the notice on the on the box was enough. I don't think he has any grounds to sue, for any reason at all, and um, unless he had an allergy to whole grains, which. Never know, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say no case. Okay. Mr. Penny, what say you to Mr. Mantikas's Well, I think the, you're yeah. talking about, I'm going to get really technical on this one. Uh-oh. I think you're talking about the Federal La- uh, Lanham Act, and I know, I've heard of the, I, I've studied it before in the past. It's a false advertising act. Um, it, whether or not they've advertised improperly that this is, quote, whole grain. Uh Generally speaking, you got to show that there's a false or misleading statement. This falsity was material. The thing they lied about was material, that it really causes a real material issue. They saw the false advertising, and they relied on the false advertising in purchasing the product. So the question is, does, you know, and there's other parts of that, but that's just generally I'm talking about the uh, Lanham Act and uh, Lanham Act. Look. I think that this is a not a material issue. I think it's a case he loses because it was not a material issue, even though it may have been a little bit misleading, but I don't think it's even misleading that much because whole grain's whole grain. Doesn't mean that the whole thing has to be whole grain, right? I, I'm not familiar with what the law says. Well, I'm just telling you right now what's happening, and I think I'm right and the others are wrong. And I know we have only a few seconds left, but come back and you're going to find out whether or not the whole grain uh, cheese it, which everybody loves, is a false, ar- yeah, false advertising. We'll be back. Okay. We'll be back. Uh, more Radio Law Talk is coming right up. Stay right there. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. 
ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car wash, a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the doctor. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Quack Quack. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <clears throat> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Boys are weird. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Yeah, during the break on Case or No Case, uh, Todd had an interesting uh, 
little tidbit about whole grains. Well, the big thing about whole grains and why they're so good for you and people like them is that if you eat flour that is made from whole grain and not processed, then the fiber from the husk of the grain, from the outside of the grain, is still contained inside the flour. And your body has to process the fiber. The fiber is good for you, and it provides a balance between the rest, of the, the sugars and stuff that are in the flour as well as the fiber, and it's good. You, you take all that out, and now you're just basically getting all of the carbohydrates uh in the, bad carbs. The, the bad carbs, mm-hmm. you're getting all of those. It, it's all, it reminds me of these people that are really into juicing. You know, they get the juice and they, and they make these juices and stuff, and then they throw out the, the pulp, fiber, which is yeah. all the fiber. It's like, well, okay, that's the, you're kind of ruining the major benefit there, but whatever. Thank, thank you, Martha Stewart. Well, it's, it's all I could do. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm Julia Charles there. Jack LaLanne, remember him? I do. He had a juicer, and in that juicer, he would have, he in his recipes, he would have different things you could do with the pulp. Like you could make an ice cream out of it, or you could do. So he used all of that. He juiced, but he also used all the pulp. Oh, I just put sawdust in any juice that I get now, just so I get the fiber back. So Jack was like in his 90s when he passed? I he mean, was. He was a strong man. He By was, the way, yeah. we are doing anecdotal stuff now. Uh, speaking of sawdust, remember the lawsuit on the Parmesan oh, yeah. cheese? <laughs> yes. That they claimed that there was sawdust in it? Every time I use that Parmesan cheese, I bring it up, and I do it. I said, my wife, I told my wife, I think there's sawdust in here. Just a little <laughs> bit. She goes, no, there's not. I said, I think. So I, I can't remember that case, but I remember they sued saying there was a little bit. And I guess yeah. it is to keep it. It's a fr- binding. Yes, so mm-hmm. it doesn't bind so it doesn't and clump. clump up. Right, right. And yeah. so they have a little bit of lawsuit in Parmesan cheese. A little bit, little bit of sawdust. Sawdust. What did I say? A little lawsuit. bit of lawsuit. <laughs> There's so, a little bit of lawsuit. Oh, everything. Projecting that yes. forward. Wow. Yes. <laughs> talk about a Freudian slip. <laughs> wow. All right, Cal. Let's talk about our case. All right, here we case. go. So, those of you who say well, that... Tell about well, it. tell, about, tell it. about it again. I'll review it first. Yeah. A guy by the name of Mr. Mantikas grabbed a box of cheese at crackers off the shelf, ate them and kept eating them, and they were so good. He said, it says these are whole grain, and they're not. So, millions have been deceived. I've got me a Rainmaker lawsuit on his hands, he thought. So, he reached out to Kellogg, and their answer was, Mr. Mantikas, read the label. He said, that's not good enough, so he called a lawyer instead. Now, for those of you who say... This is a case. May I see, for those of you who say it is a case. Oh, Denise! Ha-ha, we're catching up. For those of you who say that Mr. Mantikas... Uh, when uh, who said that he lost? Uh, Fred Fred said he lost. I I said he lost. I said it it was a settlement. Okay, well, Mm. let me tell you what happened, then you can tell me how we ought to score this. (laughs) Mr. Mantikas lost. Yes. The Eastern District of New York granted a motion to dismiss on the reasonable consumer theory that if a reasonable consumer read the label, they would get that it was truly whole grain because it specified the exact amount of each type of grain in the serving and the packaging would neither deceive nor mislead a reasonable consumer. So Kellogg's best advice to Mr. Mantikas was, hey, dude. Read the label. That's dead obvious. That was me. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. points. I'm you so got smart. one point, Todd. I'm yes. So that, folks, is yes. 
Yeah, Fred Penny does it. I nailed it, like right on the head. Right on the head. Just tagged it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You I and thought, I are tied. I thought you said your name was Frederick from now. It on. is Frederick now. Okay, all right, all right. Frederick all right. the Great. I have to change his name on the score sheet now. Oh, Frederick God. Frankenstein. No, Frederick <laughs> the Great. There was a, there was a guy yes, named Frederick the Great. So there we go. Hey, thanks, Kyle. That was great. Uh, Thank next, you. do you have any idea next hour? Just give us a teaser of kind of. Yeah, sure, I'll be glad what to tell you the, talk what, what hour because again, remember we're working on new. New Year's Eve, New Year's resolutions. Our next one will center around a gym where a gentleman said, I want to join an all-ladies gym. Okay, this is great. This is interesting. That'll be our next case on Case or No Case. Jim, those things, the place I haven't been in a while that I should be going, that's for sure. The ladies' gym. Speaking of, (laughs) speaking speaking of uh, the gym and New Year's Eve and resolutions and stuff, Diet sodas and going on diets. You know exactly right now. I mean, I don't know all the statistics, and I'm not throwing out anything that I know what I'm doing. But I generally know what happens in January. A lot of people join, you know, all these diet places uh, to start losing weight. And and uh, this is a big-time uh, lawsuit that came out that we've talked about through the past few months about diet sodas, mainly Dr. Pepper being sued, Denise, uh, because... This individual thought the word diet was misleading. Is that correct? That's correct. And this is in the uh, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals out of San Francisco. And it's J, Judge Jay Bybee is the presiding judge that's talking about this, or at least, and I know Jay Bybee. He's actually come out here to California and spoke to a couple of groups that I'm part of. Right. So the plaintiff in this case said <clears throat> that the term diet to her meant that it would help you to lose weight. And that because Diet Dr. Pepper had aspartame, am I saying that right? Aspartame. Aspartame. aspartame yes. I knew that was wrong. You're, you're, you're using the French. Yeah, aspartame. <laughs> <laughs> Very complicated. I'm using the Reader's Digest. <laughs> yeah, <generally. laughs> um, because it um, contained aspartame, then it actually caused weight gain. And so that's kind of the whole thrust of it. But the the... The judge in this case, in fact, it was a three-judge panel, right? right? Um, They basically said, no, there's no confusion. Diet doesn't mean weight loss. Diet just means low calorie or, you know, no calorie or no no sugar. And you're wrong. (laughs) Well, what I found something interesting about it is uh, part of the lawsuit, their argument was there's decades of false advertising showing slender models drinking this was deceptive to all of us. What are you going to have? A guy like me, you know, big old fat guy like me, just sitting there drinking a Diet Coke? You know, Hey, look at this, man. Drink this Diet Coke. <laughs> look at that. And go. I think I'm going to go with the sugar stuff and if, drink that. If, if that <clears throat> could be the basis for a lawsuit, yes. then every advertiser. There are sometimes you see ads where you have to get out a mic or a magnifying glass to find the product. Yeah. Usually they're jeans or shoes or something. But... I'll tell you something interesting, though. I want to still, even though this is a quick, short issue here. I want to talk about a few other interesting arguments that the judge makes in this case. It's bizarre. I mean, they they break it down to some interesting things that I oh, want to yeah. discuss. It well, is crazy. All You're I thinking, can say is if models were yeah. a reason that you bought a product and if having models on and the product were correlated, nobody would drink light beer ever That's in a million exactly years. Right. <laughs> all right. Stay with us. We're going to be back and finish up with the uh, Dr. Pepper lawsuit. Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up right here on your favorite radio station and on our website, RadioLawTalk.com. Don't go away. 
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning. Don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality all at a price you can afford so don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great 800-617-9312 I like the Amadrosa Valley You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. Why the Amargosa Valley is not like booming with homes right now? Because we have touted them for three years almost, uh, that the Amargosa Valley. I think they're doing fine. I think they're doing fine. I bet there's got to be new, at least one new house because of us. <laughs> Maybe one person who bound. I'm going to go to the Amargosa Valley. Where is that? Could be. Uh, and I think we could have one day uh, a little uh, condo there for us to go hang out. I'm not going to tell you why we're going to hang out there. And let's not, Todd, don't go <laughs> I'm into not, that. I'm not saying Cal, anything. Todd, be quiet. I, I, All where right. the, where just, the girls are out of this world. Just, that's yes, exactly that's right. Place to visit. You just... <laughs> All right. Those of you who are wondering what's in Amargosa Valley, look it up and then you'll determine. Hey, so we were talking about this this uh, diet, uh, Dr. Pepper and diet, you know, 7-Up type lawsuit. I think it's 7-Up they added in the yeah. lawsuit. But the one thing that I thought was interesting, and this is how or why people don't like lawyers. And, and, and I get it. This whole case came down on what? It came down on semantics. Yep. Not the whole thing, but I mean a lot of it did when Judge uh, Bybee talked about the following. Uh well, it, the definition of diet changes depending on whether the word is used as a noun, a verb, or an adjective. So here we are determining... Depends on what the meaning of the word is. I know, is. but it just <laughs> yeah. kills me that we're, we're discussing verbs, adjectives, mm. you know, and nouns to determine whether or not who wins this lawsuit against diet, 
you know, soft drinks. I was like, oh, my gosh. But I got the impression that he he did that because he's essentially saying to the plaintiff, okay, if you want to go there, you're the one that brought this lawsuit based primarily on what the word diet means. And if you want to go there, let me tell you why you're wrong. And and they they went there. Well, it tells you how intelligent these judges are. I'm, I'm not ripping on Bible. I just say it's funny that they have to come down to that to determine something. Here's a quote, another uh, uh, quote from Bybee. He said um, the word diet. When it's used as an adjective or proper noun, the word can mean reduced in or free from calories. I, you know, by that time my head was spinning, and I'm so calm. Say, so, okay, I better look up what a proper noun is. I don't even remember what a proper noun is. Well, yeah, Todd, what's a proper noun? A proper noun. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know, it's, Denise. It's, what's it's a proper noun? The opposite um, of an improper name. noun. It's like a name. <laughs> I don't remember what a proper noun. Like Fred is a proper yeah. noun for you. Well, yeah. that's like, why we like ask you. Doctor yeah. Pepper is a proper noun for delicious uh, soda. Diet would be the I, adjective to a proper noun. Cheez-Its. If, if whole grain Cheez-Its, just yeah. as an example. If you that. want to read, a lot of people don't want to do this, but if you want to see an opinion by the U.S. Supreme Court where they get into not just what words mean now, but what words meant in 1787, go back and read the opinion written by Justice Scalia that upheld the Second Amendment. And it's amazing when you look at that. He didn't just break down names or the definition of words. He broke down how grammar has changed over time, what prefatory clauses meant. And it's a pretty amazing read. But that is kind of just a diet. You're talking about diet soda, and we're using nouns, adjectives, pronouns, whatever, uh, proper nouns, et cetera, et cetera. But the reasonable the consumer theory that the judge used to yes. throw out the Cheez-It suit, yes. you would think would apply to diet soda. Well, they did Don't say that. You think? No, it's... the judge said no reasonable consumer would assume that diet, Dr. Pepper's use of the term diet, promises weight loss or management. Again, I'll repeat that. No reasonable consumer would assume that Diet Dr. Pepper uses the term diet, promises weight loss or management, even though there's beautiful men and, and beautiful women that are walking around using these products in the commercials. Especially when Fred goes to the burger stand and gets a triple deluxe cheeseburger yes. and a and diet, diet coke. coke. Yeah, Fred, yeah. Fred does a Fred. Fred. Oh, sorry, Mr. Frederick, sir. A diet Mountain Dew. Sir, sir Frederick. A diet Mountain Dew, right. Yeah. And Frederick, sir. Yes. Oh, right now I'm thinking about that. I think on my way home after the radio show, I think I might get that. What was it, three? A triple, triple burger? Yeah, just get a triple with cheese and bacon. You know. Oh, bacon. Okay, anything oh, yeah. else, Cal? Have bacon. Well, no, those are the ones I'd recommend. And mayo and mayo. <laughs> Got mayo. Yeah, and oh, and yeah, ask yeah. for the arterial squeegee. Okay, <laughs> you'll need that. I'll just keep popping the... the what was the uh, burger stand in Las Vegas that had a burger called a heart attack and a guy ate it and coated right there on the floor? No, it was actually the original yeah. owner, was, from my understanding, was one of the... He passed away. Yeah. And and that uh, was it's yeah. called what was it called? It was called Heart Attack Burger. Yeah, it was. Burger. Yeah. It was. And and they didn't they have like um kind of rusque no, was it the one that had the women that walked around? Oh they yeah, they had kind of a little bit women dressed in like uh, nurses and they were in these w- weird outfits that were hmm. kind of revealing and they would walk around and that's who they how they deliver it. We're gonna look that up during the break. Todd, that's your job because this made is. A nurse I now, I'm out, telling boy. you. Okay, what, what am I looking up now? It's, it's called what was it called? Heart attack, heart attack burger, burger, death burger out of Vegas. Arizona. And okay. I remember Might that be Vegas, because yeah. because was it Vegas or I, Arizona? I, I think it was, it was Vegas. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the 2020 new laws. Very interesting things. One interesting one that's come out, by the way, is now 
uh, on uh, license plates, uh, not license plates, on your license, uh, your gender you, can, gender you can put as neutral, as an X, instead of male or female. Now, this is what I'm going to ask you. And this is, not, this is not anything political, I'm saying. But it's still the first thing that came to my mind was going through TSA. And the, the beeper thing goes off, right? That you walk through the scanners. Beep, 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 beep. Who pats you down? Uh, you know, I would think. Somebody that, uh, that identifies as X. Apparently whoever wants to, yeah. <laughs> I'm just serious, because if you're female, the female um, TSA person pats you down. If you're male, the male uh, TSA guy pats you down. If your license says X on it, because you don't don't note down that you're male or female, which TSA person pats you down? Or do you have both of them, one on each side? I, I'm guessing. <laughs> in, in the, funner. I'm, I, I'm guessing in the future, what what they do is they bring in this robot that's got little blades and whirly mm-hmm. gigs and all that, and somebody looks at it and thinks that that thing pats me down. I'm going to end up with appendages taken off, and at that point, I would imagine you'd find pretty quickly that they would be able to opt male or female. That's <laughs> like I like don't want to be wash? gender X. Safe surgery. They're just going to have androgynous, <laughs> androgynous yeah. TSAs that you can't tell. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Something. Right? I, I, that I'm dead. Ser- you guys think this is a joke? This is I'm dead serious. Yeah. I want to know when that happens. Which TSA? Call us at eight five five Law Radio and tell us. And this is not making fun of gender neutral people and or, or any 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 group because I do, I don't want to do that and we're not doing that because we're politically neutral. But I still want to know it does raise, how do, uh, raise the question: Who is going to pat this person down? And is the pa- person coming through that that is claiming they are not ge- either gender? Maybe does, Pat will. Or maybe that that. Okay, I think I I've talked enough. I think I figured it out. Maybe the individual that's going through that's not uh, saying that they're female or male can choose. I would rather have a male or a female. Uh, yeah. But are they, then are they being discriminatory by saying who they want? as a male or a female, to pat them down? That's the I don't question. know, but this is all part of that new uh, law for Real ID, right? I think. What's that? Yeah, the Real ID is where everybody in the United States are going to have to have these specialized identification licenses that have been double and triple checked by the local Department of Motor Vehicles before they issue the license. And they will verify all information, your birth certificate, your, you know, all different types. It's got types. an X on the top corner yeah, of the well, license. It has, a star. It. it has star. a star. Star, I'm sorry, star. Yeah. The X yeah. for the thing is down under sex. It can yes. be for the X. And they are accepting X on these ID cards as wow. well. Now, I want to want to clarify to make sure that this isn't something in addition to your current driver's license. It's not like you have no. two physical no, this documents. Is your no. This is your, your So now when you get a new when you get your driver's license renewed or for people to get new driver's licenses, the driver's license in addition to being something that allows you to drive in your state, also goes a step beyond to be also a real ID to allow you to fly. Yeah, for yes. for federal purposes. Because if you purposes. don't have this type of ID, you will not get it on the airplane. Unless you have a passport. Passport. That's right. Passport if, is the exception. Yes. If you have a passport, you can fly 
So you either need the real ID for the driver's license or you have to have a passport in addition to your old driver's I license. I have a passport and a global entry. Yeah, no, I, 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 I probably passport. don't need it. You, need you, this. you probably would not need this. But right. I and the only reason I know this is because I lost my driver's license and had to go get a new one about a month and a half ago. And when I did, that's the first I learned of the real ID stuff. And they said, yeah, either the real ID or, or a passport. And you've got the star on your thing? Uh, I got a star? I don't know. I, I didn't get the real. I didn't have. I needed the license right then, and I didn't have all the paperwork. So what, yes. I what, just. What gender does it say on your thing? It's well under. I. Under sex. <laughs> under you said sex. Yes. It says. Does it say yes. Been a while. Been a while. So. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. In my we, dreams. Yeah. We learned everything on Radio Law yeah. Talk. I thought it had the question mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah, that, uh, or does it say please? <laughs> virgin status reinstated so we'll be back if you want to join us i would i don't know this is crazy stay tuned much more radio law talk is coming up right here so you stay there we'll stay here we'll continue momentarily all advertising for legal services on radio law talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! 
We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com, lettyandcompany.com. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps, we, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. I, I really, really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school, school today. today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood in the Ad Council. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Radio Law Talk. Now back to the show. Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. We're continuing to talk about the 2020 laws, some interesting ones. Uh, and by the way, we're talking about the X uh, before the break. That's in New Hampshire on your driver's license. Uh, it, it, it's not a federal law. It's a New Hampshire law. So uh, you can put an X instead of male or female. We went through that. Uh, the other thing is, is now, and we, we discussed this, so we're just going to breeze through it. Uh, there's now 11 uh, states that allow recreational use of marijuana. Illinois and Michigan are the, are the latest ones to add on to that. And again, yeah. the, the uh, Illinois one was significant because that was the first one that was passed by legislative initiative. Everything else is voter initiative. Right. This is where the state uh, assembly and Senate and signed by the governor, they, they said, okay. And, and in Nevada, you cannot refuse to hire somebody because they test positive for marijuana use. Really? Now you can refuse to continue to keep them employed depending on the type of job. Hmm. Well, you know, so if you were a trucking company, Right, Todd, is this what you're thinking? You're a trucking company, and you know that if you hire a truck driver who's a, a smoker, you have to wait until there's a problem to cut him loose? Well, here's there, there's a couple of things. When you say testing positive for marijuana, that's different than saying testing positive for alcohol because there, right. there are two things. Delta 9 THC, that's, that's what gets you high. That only stays in your system for four hours, uh, up to four hours. The uh, the latent form of marijuana that can that often shows up, well that 
reflects use within 30 to 90 days. Is that the stuff that gets in your hair and all that stuff? Yeah, so, yeah. so that is that is the one that is, look, look yeah, I might, have, I might have smoked an hour ago, three hours ago. I think the real issue that they're going to deal with, you mentioned trucking, is the inability to insure a truck driver to get insurance because there are some insurance companies that won't insure you Right. If your driver tests positive. Now, usually what they do after an accident, or if there is an incident, there's always the, the mandatory Test. testing. And truck drivers in, in California, subject to the Department of Transportation, unlike other employees, are subject to random drug testing so that you know you can be told to go down, take a test. And if they find yeah. that in your the, the active ingredient in your system, look. You can, even though marijuana is legal, you can still be DUI if it shows that there's marijuana in your system, and because of that, you were unable to operate that vehicle safely. So, if a guy or a gal drinks alcohol, what's the difference between that and saying, "Oh, yeah, this person is known to drink alcohol"? Uh, you don't hire them as a truck driver. I mean, they're not drunks. Well, they just first, drink some you alcohol. can't test for alcohol after 48 hours. But you yeah. have to test for it within 48 hours to even know but that here, it shows okay, up. Follow my reasoning. Uh, my reasoning is as follows: If you interview someone, I'm interviewing Todd, and I have mm-hmm. a trucking company. Todd, do you smoke marijuana? Yes. Now, automatically, usually a trucking company is going to go, "No, we're not going to use you." But if you say, hey, "Do you drink occasional alcohol?" And the answer is yes. Well, okay, yeah, you're hired. I mean, just don't drink while you're on the job. You see, my point is, is that's the argument for the marijuana, hemp type, you know, uh, industry. And and I think that the the comeback for the for the company would be that in the case of because this is what Denise just said, you can't test for alcohol within 48 hours. The issue here is not whether you use the substance. The issue here ultimately is whether you are under the influence of the substance at the time you are doing your job. Right. Exactly. And and they can't test for it for, well, they can test for it for alcohol. For marijuana, insurance companies, if, if, if a guy applies and says, yeah, I smoke marijuana, and they put that down, the insurance company might not insure him. True. Well, I can't put you behind the wheel of a truck if I can't get you insured. It's much easier if there's just a zero tolerance, but this is not about making it easy on anybody. It's about figuring out and maintaining people's rights, I guess. Right. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Right. So, you know, more things to talk about. Denise is worried about this new law coming forth, she said. She was worried about it back when she was in high school. Luckily, they didn't have it. <laughs> is Now children in the state of Washington are not – it was before it was a kind of rear-facing recommendation – now they're required, if they're two years old or under, they have to be rear-facing. or In their car seats. In their car seats. Or they must be in a booster, what, if they are shorter than four foot nine inches? And Denise is worried about that because she was not super tall in high school, were you? No, I was short, and I probably would have been four foot nine inches in my probably my, my freshman and sophomore year. Wow. But the, but the law does have an exception. I know. I didn't want to say the exception just to make yeah. it easy. It's not as fun. The, the, well, the, the exception is that the requirement is you have to have the booster seat until you hit 4 feet 9 inches or until you hit the age of 13. Once you turn 13, you can be as short as you want. You don't have to have a booster seat. So <sighs> That'd be tough on a date, Denise, huh? Yeah, let's go on out. You're 17-year-old. Here's the, my booster seat. Driving the car backwards. <laughs> By the way, we have an update on your heart attack grill. Oh, if you let's want tell, that me, right about now. tell so me about it. So the update is. We were talking about. Once you we were talking yes. about this during the break uh, when we were talking about was it the diet? 
the diet, the diet, and whether or not you're losing weight and if it's good for you. And then we talked about the Heart Attack Grill, where the owner says publicly, look, my food's not good for you. I mean, the names of the burger are the double bypass, triple bypass, quadruple bypass. In a, in about a 12-month span, 2012 to 2013, let's see, the first person suffered a heart attack while eating the triple bypass burger. The owner of the restaurant who brags about it had to call and get, him fi- get uh, EMTs to come out. In April of 2012, a woman fell unconscious while eating the double bypass burger, also drinking alcohol and smoking. And in 2013, the unofficial spokesman for the restaurant. Some big dude. Some big dude died of an apparent heart attack while waiting for the bus outside the heart attack grill. And it's in Las Vegas, used to be in Arizona. But you asked about advertising. Yes. That's truth in advertising right there. And I did look up the advertising, and here's what they have. But they tell you the truth. You're going to die of a heart attack if you eat this. They do, but in the advertising, they have oftentimes... (laughs) One guy, I'm looking at one right now, he's 575 pounds, he has he has Dunlop's disease, where his belly is Dunlopped over his belt, and it, next to him is a very scantily clad, dainty, tiny female nurse with a very mini skirt, and so they have both of them. They have the fat guy eating the burger and the hot nurse that's there. Delivering very, the burger. Very interested in him, and still sells the... No matter how big you are, if you eat this burger, a nurse might come and help you out. That's right. She'll take your heart beat. She'll check your blood I pressure. Remember, that was the like the car hops or the people that work there. They yep. look like the old-fashioned Have nurses. you been there? No, I wouldn't go there, but uh, but uh, I've seen it. It was on the news or something long time I ago. I would. I'd go. Why is it not? still in business? I think I would go. It's still in business. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to have so to So it's go. in Vegas. Do you it, know it, where it is in Vegas? Is it like in one of the casinos? Uh, I, I think it might be standalone. It started out in Chandler, Arizona, and yeah. then and then they moved to Las Vegas. Yeah. Mm. Well, we help you out on Radio Law Talk with all types of issues here. That's Washington. Uh, just watch the children issues. In Hawaii now. Restaurants. Now, this is what Denise and I. Denise says it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing too. But I worry about when the government's telling businesses too many things to do. But in Hawaii, restaurants must offer a healthy drink as part of the standard option for kids' meals. Which I agree. That's you know that's that's great. So you've got to have either low-fat milk, water, or fruit juice with no added sugar. But it doesn't mean that the child can't opt to have soda. It just means they have to offer. Right. The uh, healthy options. Right. And the triple burger. The, the, the child can have the triple <laughs> burger, the heart attack burger, and the Coke. And then choke on the toy. So what go. qualifies as a healthy option? I mean, look, they talk about fruit juice. You have to offer them fruit juice. Okay. And then you go and you read article after article after article that says fruit juice isn't necessarily really good for you because when you look at the sugar content for fruit juice, it's just as bad, if not worse, than a Coke or something else. Right. And it's, you know, what is and is not healthy is so subjective. And it changes like the ebbs and flow. What was, remember how eggs are the most unhealthy thing in the world? Yes. Don't eat, they were healthy, then unhealthy, now they're healthy again. Yeah. I think everything you eat in your mouth is unhealthy. You should just stop eating. Yeah, they've proven that everybody who has eaten something ultimately has died. Has died. I think that's right. I think we should. Sure Radio Law Talk. Swallowing will eventually lead to heart failure, just but only if you do it a little bit over long periods of time. Yeah, so does breathing. Yeah, exactly. See. All <laughs> right, we're gonna. Be, hey, you've you've joined us the whole hour. Uh, we've made it through it. We're still gonna talk about hour two, a number of fun things, including other 2020. 
uh, new laws. We're going to also get into private property lawsuit. Man, that is very interesting. I know we just like to talk about the next hours coming up. And then we've got case or no case. So join us, Cal, myself, Frederick Penny, Denise, and Todd Cunin. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up right here, either on your favorite radio station or live at radiolawtalk.com. Feel free to join us either way you prefer. We'll see you in just a bit. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Root. The healthcare open enrollment period is ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up now with Liberty Health Share. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they're not insurance. That means you can sign up at any time of the year. Liberty Health Share is no network. You're free to pick your own doctors, hospitals, providers, and there are no contracts. Starting as low as $199 per month, Liberty Health Share has memberships for singles, couples, and families of any size. I joined. I'm a member. My four children are members. Liberty Health Share saves me $18,000 each year compared to what I was paying for health insurance. Liberty Health Share is a nonprofit ministry. Your money goes towards helping other members with their eligible medical expenses. And in your time of need, other members are there for you. You can feel good knowing you're part of the community of like-minded individuals who understand the importance of people coming together to bear one another's burdens. For more information, call 855-58-LIBERTY, 855-58-LIBERTY, or go to libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root. That's libertyhealthshare.org slash Wayne Root.